0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com.
1: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of Sour Grabs on the Tuesday show. It's a Tuesday show, and (laughs) on the Tuesday show, it used to be a thing. It's
2: Tuesday, February 6th. It's your NXT post show. And my God, if we go our usual two hours and just a minute over, I'm taking out Alex with a a boxing glove on a stick. But guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchat.com. We'll also remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select, which it's been a big week over there on Fightful Select this week. Thank you to 11,700 of you that are subscribed. Now, let me just clarify a few things about Fightful Select for you. We do have a free tier. Anything that is Um, Investigation related, oftentimes anything injury related is on the free tier because it's gross to paywall that stuff. So sometimes there's supplemental details behind the paywall, but the guts of any story related to something as sensitive as a sex trafficking federal investigation on someone in pro wrestling is on the free tier. Wrestling drama about Cody Rhodes and finishing the story and The Rock and all that good stuff. uh, That's paywalled because that's just wrestling, ridiculousness, silliness, creative, whatever. Um, so that's kind of the distinction where those things lie. Both stories are being covered with tenacity. Um, So please subscribe to fivefillselect.com. You'll also find out things like Dijak's contract being up at the end of the summer. Uh, big, big, big contract news year. It was supposed to be just a crazy contract news year. I didn't think we were going to have like five scandals between the beginning of the year and February 6th. But here we're at either way. We got you covered on fightful regarding NXT. Corey Brennan's been doing an incredible job for us with the scoops thread over there that you can go ahead and check out. Same thing as your Raw and Smackdown rundowns. We'll try to give you what the lineups are and those kind of things, spoiler free. And then uh, below all that with a, a nice little like dot, dot, dot ellipses situation. Um, We'll put the, the spoilers in there for you. Including some information I got from Corey right before we went on air that the crowd tonight which can be really annoying and sometimes really fun but consistent crowds Mostly, annoying. Go, mostly annoying. Mostly annoying, mostly annoying yeah. as crowds that tend to go into business for themselves are that happens oh. a lot with crowds that show up week over week was causing some serious problems backstage not just with pro Cody stuff but a lot of chants, a lot of swearings, a lot of Flipping of the birds, a lot of things that crowds were asked not to do, uh, and continued to kind of do. So wreaking havoc and distracting performers is not cool. Participating is fun. Uh, but yeah, there was there was some chaos with all of that. All that being said, Bifleselect.com, best five dollars in the biz. And mm-hmm. leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. <sighs>
1: um, thank you, Kate. You had an idea for puns, however. The chat's already gone into business for themselves, just like the crowd. Oh,
2: typical, you crowds, you crowds going into business for yourselves. So
1: they've decided they've decided boxes, boxing puns, because featuring the end of the show, which we'll talk about and I will rage about. So boxing puns. Um, I also, feel like
2: too narrow of a lane.
1: They're they're giving me a whole bunch in the chat. There's like I've read 30 and like half of them are really good.
2: OK, so, but how many of them have been paying money? Okay.
1: None of them yet, because we haven't officially said what the what the puns are yet. They're just getting them out there. I I, I know I, they've got them in their heads. That's what we're going to do. I got this. Ready? Like, but I love that the chat said on
2: the bit we hijacked the show. Okay, here's what we're going to do. What's the Tarantino movie where he just switches the movie that he's doing halfway through? It's uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay, From Dusk Till Dawn. The first half of the show is dusk. Okay? That's going to be your puns. And then halfway
1: through the show... That's not how the movie works, but I love you for it. (laughs) Whatever. Uh Halfway through,
2: or just Uh if you want to do it right now, because we've done multiple pun topics before. It's not Uh our first pun rodeo, as it goes. Mm -hmm. Because Cody got screwed, I wanted to do, like, tools and toolbox puns. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah but whatever. You guys already decided for yourselves. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to have to have The Rock come in and dictate what puns are being told.
1: Right. Ian <sighs> r E&R already with Tyson, Mike Tyson Kidd and Canelo Hayes. Nice. Um, Kim Gray says, here for the laughs and puns. I lost out on a big job today, so I'm depressed. That sucks. I'm oh, sorry, I'm Kim. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the American Nightmare Screwjob hasn't helped either, man. If you haven't read Sean's Sean's updates. thing from today uh, on Fightful Select, there is so much going on with this story, um, and people are so many people kept in the dark that probably shouldn't have been, and all this kind of stuff, and people being told one thing when the uh, absolute opposite was apparently the active plan, but being told the opposite. Maybe even because the person who was telling them was also being told the wrong thing. Like it's a it's a wacky game of telephone where you're only telling the truth to five people and the lie to everybody else. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in there. But that is why you pay the $5 for FIFA Select to learn all about it. Um,
2: there was C-C- also a story earlier this week. I know things get aggregated and people are like, well, why would I pay $5? I'm just going to find out anyway. One, so that we can get paid and we want to do that. And two, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I felt like with this particular story too, Sean got so many backstage reactions from people in so many different roles Mm -hmm. that it actually, the context was very, very helpful as opposed to like, here's a photo with a quote from Sean's story. Like Mm -hmm. getting the full snapshot of it rather than a soundbite is something that was really, really helpful. So A good way to be a Fightful Select supporter and a great week to be a Fightful Select dot com subscriber.
1: Uh, Paul Elizabeth, because because your dad is great, says wishing happy February to the SGS and good luck to Kim, who lost out on that big job. But your dad is sending good luck and well wishes to her.
2: I'll tell you what, I've lost out on some big jobs in my time. And my dad has funded many a uh, shoe shopping trip to help nice. That's very nice. grieve the That's process. Nice. He's the That's best. Nice. Can, if you need help, my dad's right there.
1: Taylor Cannon <laughs> says, hello, SGS. Hope everyone is well. Winding down the last few hours of my 30s. Tomorrow I will be 40.
2: Happy birthday, Taylor Cannon.
1: Happy birthday to Taylor Cannon, who's one, who's one of the all, uh, all-time great one SGS of the members.
2: One Been of the here goats. forever.
1: That's awesome. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> uh, speaking of chaos that we saw on this episode, OC, Okada is debut this the show. This week. <laughs> OC versus Ishii this week, uh, it will be fun.
2: Hell yeah, it will.
1: That's good. Um, <laughs> so, this is what I, so Carmelo comes out to start the show. And this is what I sent you and Luis in the group chat. <laughs> she got in all those pockets, Mellow. <laughs> he had lots of pockets, and I didn't he know did why. Had, know. I don't know why he had all those pockets, and um, but he did. He had all, he had he had less pockets. Um, and uh, pardon me, I don't know why my microphone is being all weird. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, he was wearing a jacket that had far too many pockets. It was they, they he had he had pockets like up here which feels like really hard to get into things. Like, hold on, let me get my keys.
2: It's a and suspicious... I'll, I'll... You say and... that, but who was looking for... Pot- Lexis King wishes he had that. I think off. there's <laughs> a happy
1: medium number of pockets. Lexus King had zero. And, Listen, um, King of
2: fashion, I see you over there, okay? Mm. We don't all have the
1: collection of novelty t-shirts. I, Please but... don't clip that. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then he had pockets, like, way down on his thighs on the same coat. It's like, called there's fashion. No, Look it would, up. Well, I, I, I go with function over fashion. I don't know if you can tell. But, like, um, the idea that I would have to go up here for things or also, like, reach way down around my knees on the same coat and there's nothing around the waist seems very odd to me. But, you know, it's weird.
2: Not um, even close to Ren Sinclair's outfit questions that I have. No, not even close. No,
1: no. <laughs> um, but he came out and he sat there, and everyone yelled uh, things to him, and uh, um, and then he's like, "Nah, not yet," and he left. And I was like, "I hope that's it. I hope that's it. I hope he. I hope he, I hope a- he <laughs> never shows up again for the rest of the for the rest of the for the rest of the show." And then, because he was gonna, I was gonna tell every everybody everything, but then you were mean to me, and now I'm leaving. And he tries it again next week, and they do it again. He's like, all right, fine. We'll see if merch is any better for you people. Um, I thought Will Carmelo He's Hayes good.
2: ever finish the story here <laughs> in NXT? <laughs> Uh, I loved that as the opener to the show, too, to just uh, mm-hmm. kind of blue ball everyone. I thought that was very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good time. I did not have a problem with the fashion because I this shirt is from J.C. JCPenney and I don't pretend to know fashion. OK, that would be out of pocket if you would. That's
1: uh? uh? true. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Um, (laughs) he is
2: though i gotta say like loved face mel had a great time cheering for him Heel bellow was like the money though right like this guy is so cool his disposition his facial expressions like even in this opening segment where he said nothing just like his whole essence is very very fun so
1: um let it play out because i have a feeling he's going to be uh chicken S heel as soon as trick shows back up like running away and play like and and then and then he won't nearly be as cool because he'll be running away all the time but he is him um,
2: he isn't chicken
1: (laughs) i'm i i just have a feeling that's what they're gonna do with him that's unfortunately um (laughs) he is him he is not hen is that is like (laughs) i am hen no not right that's not how that goes um Luis says in hindsight probably should have suggested pocket puns lol no
2: well we gotta say those for orange cassidy someday yeah
1: that, that's true um braun Breakker at baron corbin celebrate winning the dusty uh classic by standing there going like hey we won we're the wolf dogs no we're not yes we are okay we're the wolf dogs and i, I listen they're they're fine they're fine together um uh, it feels
2: uh, like the most comfortable bronze ever felt, which I really like. Like, this is the most in a groove he's been on the mic. Tonight wasn't the world's best example of it, but it's like this would have been his best mic performance six months ago, I feel like. And right. now this is like kind of middle of the road or lower for him.
1: I, I, I really enjoyed the groove he settled into when he was uh, clowning on Von Wagner uh, because it felt very natural. Um, this is this. I don't like, okay, here's some jokes. You guys ready to tell some jokes? And I'm like, no, they're never, because they're not stand up comedians. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you got to have really, you're asking Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin to be Abbott and Costello. Like, Like, they're doing, they're like doing a vaudeville troupe, like thing where, like, I'm the straight man, you're the wise guy, let's do a little skit. And I'm like, That is really hard for anybody to get down, let alone people who aren't actors. So I would just say, let's pull back from that and let these guys be big bruisers who murder everybody. I I did appreciate Baron Corbin being like, "Um, how's your head? Because the ropes (laughs) decapitated you. And then Braun being like, the only way you were able to do a dive is when I threw your big ass. And I was like, okay, well... And we're done. You we don't have to do the, the fires club roast. So anyway, right what
2: is the deal with airplane food? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that can be a little heavy handed, but all of NXT is a little heavy handed, so yeah. I'll take it, I guess. Uh, my big thing was they were on commentary like they were waiting for a contendership match when they're the contenders. That's mm-hmm. what I didn't love about what kind of transpired next. I was like, but they're not the champs yet, so why are they?
1: <laughs> why are that they? How was the weirdest thing like, like? Like I'll no, we'll mm-hmm. we'll stay. Since we're definitely going to win the tag team titles, we'll just sit here on commentary for this next tag match. um, Which just, like, why aren't the tag champs doing this? Especially when one of them is Tony D'Angelo. And we've seen Tony D'Angelo on commentary. It's been That's a great. long time. And it has been, like, over a year. Two years? Since he was Santos on commentary, right? Like, Santos. And then before that, when he was fighting Petey Poppins. Like he was on commentary for a bunch of matches and was really great and he's only gotten more used to everything. I, I'm I'm honestly wondering like what like what he would be like on commentary now. Maybe we'll see eventually. But um uh they they did not show up until later. In the meantime, we got listen, there's no reason this match couldn't have been a first round match in the um in, the, in, in dusty room. classic, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have these. Both teams were in the dusty classic. Both of them could have been in. Like, they could have had this match. Like, I don't, I forget who Nathan Frazier and uh, and and Axiom beat in the first round. But let that team get beaten by Trick and Mellow, and let these guys have a have a match in the dusty classic where it means something, and it, it only adds more to it. This was the best tag team match between Nathan Frazier and Axiom and Indoceto O'Fay and Malik Blade. The best tag team match in NXT, certainly on TV, um, s- s- definitely since the Creed Brothers and GYV, but it's probably better than that. And then if you if it's better than that, you got to go back to like when like um, MSK. Was fighting Imperium and stuff like you got to go way back. If, if that was it's... the
2: triple threat at
1: two years ago, stand and deliver. Like they're so. This match was amazing, and they gave it twenty five minutes. Or something yes. it was a crazy how 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 much uh, time they gave it. It was excellent. Um, I I can't... All I will say is if you did not watch NXT and most people don't. Occasionally I will say, find this, find this somewhere, watch it. It's so good. The bo- all four guys shown out Malik blade, uh, really Im- impresses me now. Um, he, he put on a lot of muscle. Yes. Um, and, uh, it's amazing what can happen when you don't make a guy wrestle in a sweater vest it because, re- <laughs> because he, he was, he was wear- wrestling in a sweater vest about a year and a half ago and it it didn't work out so I, i i i i would love to see these guys with a manager because it just them on the mic just doesn't work but they are freak athletes blade and nfa and i i would not mind them being uh maybe they could be backup guys for for a dude who needs a uh, a tag team to back him up you know what i mean like a bobby lashley if the street profits were to go down with an injury he needs to replace the hurt business a second, a second time then you just bring these guys in there and they can stand behind bobby lashley there's some really great stuff honestly
2: uh this was by far their best match that we've ever seen them have i, I feel confident in saying that because it's one of the best tag matches we've ever seen under this umbrella of nxt um and yes, Malik especially has has really, really, really improved, which we love to see. That's like I said this on Sunday when we were doing the Vendors Day post-show, like, the creative is very rarely for us, so the rewarding thing about doing this is getting to see people grow like the Kree brothers, like Tiffany Stratton, like Trick Williams. You said Trick Williams might just be like the most improved guy ever in the history of stuff. Right. Um, and it, it's true, and and Malik Blade is is definitely starting to fit into that category, and It's amazing what people can do when you let them wrestle without a sweater vest is not a sentence that we should ever have to say on the show, but it is true. Like they just kind of get to be, they're people that you've met before. Like it's, it's not caricatures of someone that you met before. And that goes a long way in uh, making it easy to buy into somebody being really badass in the ring. I was thinking of this during this match. This is a little bit of an off the beaten path thing, but we do two hours here and we sing songs and do puns. So if you're coming in for super targeted criticism, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> there's this really great Dave Grohl interview where he's talking about like how, what an allergy he has to industry stuff and how he's not good at any of it. He's not good at technology. He's not good at publicity. He's like, the thing is like, he goes, I the one thing I know I can do is if I go and play live and I beat the ever living hell out of my drums, enough people will be like, did, did you see that drummer He's like to do that? You just have to be badass. Like you have to be really good. He was like, you gotta be that great. And like, that's kind of what it feels like needs to happen more in NXT than we're getting where it's so character heavy. Um, But I I just I was thinking about that of just like man, if you're just great at this, it's amazing how much easier it is to to kind of buy into it. And I I also understand the temptation of having these out there gimmicks and trying to pull them into universe. It's easier to go that way. But um you just have to be badass, man. (laughs) You just have to be really good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you do. Um... pardon me. Still getting over my little thing. I drank some tea. Which helped me for about 12 minutes. So um, oh. we'll see how the rest of it goes. Um, so, um, afterwards, Braun and Baron attacked Nathan Frazier and Axiom, um, which is odd because then they're like, they didn't say, we want you guys at Roadblock on the 5th of March. And in between, they will face Nathan Frazier and Axiom and have another great match and prove that they're better than them and thus deserve the title shot. They just said, we want you guys next week to to, to, to Tony, Tony D and Stax. And Stacks is like, you got it. So Nathan Frazier and Axiom aren't going to cost them the title match, are they?
2: No, that like, doesn't feel like the character that's, at
1: all even. Yeah. That's dumb, right? Like, let's not do that.
0: dot com slash fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. Doing it
1: here and not at Roadblock um feels like a we gotta get Braun on the main roster ASAP. He's got things to do. Like yeah. that's what it feels like to me. So um I think that match will be a lot of fun, but I the only reason I say I do not expect them to win is because it feels like Braun is immediately getting called up, and it's not like they couldn't call him up as one half of the NXT Tag Champs. They do crazy stuff now, um, <laughs> but um, I but I don't want that. I kind of I kind of want to I want I want a clean break when a guy gets called up. That's just that that is my thing, and so I'm hoping that. I honestly would hope that Braun and and Baron won, if not for the fact that Braun would then get called up as one half of the NXT tag champs, and I don't want that. So who knows? Who knows?
2: The other thing with Braun getting called up is it—he was like flirting around with the IC title picture and stuff. You know what I mean? Like they, this is not them carrying Trick and Mello's story over to the main roster and then flipping it back to NXT. Like this is—we see him in a title picture, possibly against one of our most dominant champions as a singles guy. Rather than he's really fun as the hot tag in this duo. Right. Um, and and the, I think the other thing that you're at risk at is I think it's very possible you get the Creeds and Brawnbreaker versus Imperium for a little bit. Uh, if Gunther retains through Mania especially. So th- this is this is tricky, but this is the part where it being a developmental show is like this is a good problem to have. Like we've been saying call yeah, it sure. Brawnbreaker for a year at this point. So So um, if they have to make a shoddy creative decision because somebody is ready for the main roster to fulfill their potential, that's a a better thing. Um, It puts Baron Corbin in a weird spot, though, too, because it's like, well, I made a friend for eight weeks and now he's gone. (laughs) It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird.
1: And I I said this on the show last last night. Today's actions kind of belie this and make it not work. But... You could easily have had a thing where, like, Braun and Baron uh, on Raw next week. And uh he says, Um, I want to sign here with you, Mr. Pierce, but I got this tag team title shot down in, uh, down in NXT. And then Pierce says, I'll tell you what, you sign with me and I'll get you a title shot versus for the undisputed titles. You and your partner, Baron Corbin. And Braun's like, well, how can I turn that down? And then you just, you just have him do the tag title shot for those tag titles as opposed to the NXT titles, which is fine. Because apparently we're gonna learn later, out the mud is no longer is not done with with Tony D and and Stacks anyway. So yeah. yeah,
2: that was weird because they lost at the pay-per-view. So they don't really have a leg to stand on coming back, but we'll get to that. Uh the the opener was awesome. They did give it like 25 minutes, which ruled. Um this was this was really, really fun. I love Axe and Nathan Fraser together. If you called them up tomorrow and put them with Ricochet, I wouldn't be mad about it. Uh, That could be really fun on the, like, trios of SmackDown Mm -hmm. division that we're just deciding that they're building. Mm -mm -mm. Um, We're deciding
1: it. We've decided it.
2: We decided that they're going to split the tag team titles and Mm -hmm. there's going to be a trios division on SmackDown because there's so many trios on SmackDown. So many trios and a girl.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: A lot of trios and a girl energy over there.
1: Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. Three guys, a girl, and a pizza place, right? Yeah. That's what we decided it was. (laughs) Um, so, <clears throat> um, we got, uh, Ilya promo where he's like, he's like walking up on to, to the building, to the parking lot. Don't do that. Everybody no. knows. That. Like, um, uh, I have a question for you. Ilya. With all due respect, I am here to only ask things of Carmelo Hayes. And then he walks inside. I love, I love, I love dealing It's just like, ah, um, he's, he's my great. dramatic thing, he's the best. Um, and he uh he goes in, um, and uh and he's like, Carmelo Hayes, <laughs> you've been saying terrible things about me, spreading lies, and I will not stand for it. Uh, and uh, then Die Jack comes out instead, and uh, this is where the crowd got a little crazy and did too much. Um, they were
2: crazy in the beginning too with the Carmelo stuff. Well, like- they were
1: booing Carmelo. They were, they were, screw you, Mello. All this kind of stuff. They were, they were, they were saying really bad stuff to Mello. But he's the he's the guy who just turned on Trick. That was expected. I don't know why you guys are hating on DiJack. Dijak's great. DiJack um, rules. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why we're hating on DiJack, but like, um, I, they believe they were saying they were chanting Mello called the cops. Melo called the cops. I was like, "What? Oh, yeah. I guess DiJack's gimmick is kind of cop esque. So is, is that was that was the joke?" And I then they were like, uh, "And I was like, just just shut up, shut shut up. Let the two men talk. Let them build a match that I want to see." And then they were yeah. setting, they were setting, shut shut up, T bar. And I was like, "Okay, that's clever. But you get you got one, and that's it. We move on. Shut up, T bar is clever, and I'll grant you that. But then we when you stop, and we move on." Um, uh, we move on. Shut to, up, T Bar
2: uh, is also what DiJack would say to himself on Twitter. So I like that because DiJack on Twitter is incredible. I the the called the cops thing, like he's an '80s action star to me. He's not a cop right. to me. Um, no, no. and yeah, it was distracting to me. I can't even imagine what it was like as a performer because I, I was trying to focus on the segment. I actually thought DiJack did kind of okay, considering. Um.
1: Yeah, how much
2: great. the audience had like turned it up on this, but mm-hmm. I really liked him being like, "You're obsessed with Trick and Mellow, because that's how I felt. Um, that died or uh, Dragonov's whole reign has been dominated by the Trick and Mellow story. I love that he was like, "Why don't you, as a champion, want to move on to anybody else? Mm-hmm. You have the safety net of going back to the same guys you always beat." Yeah, is a really, really good creative decision. And he also was like, "Look at us!" And all I could think about was Paul Rudd. <laughs> Look at who <Yeah>. would have thought. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah. he, then he shoot Punched Ilya in the head My god
1: I guess the whole point he is that uh, he, he was um, <coughs> He punches him in the forehead But he's supposed to be pun- They've mentioned many times Oh that that horrible shot That Ilya Drakon took, took To the bridge of his nose They kept saying that a bunch of times That Dijak earlier Punched him in the bridge of his nose And he did Yes. Not. He punched him right here in the forehead. Um, his his forehead got color. Um, so it would be weird if you punched a guy in the nose and he got color on his forehead. Um, but, uh, yeah, they had to hold him back, and so we're going to get that match. We got that match tonight. It was great uh, until it wasn't, and um, that's that's how things work. Um,
2: I just uh, want to call this up because the, it wasn't a hot crowd going into business for themselves being annoying just to us watching at home. The crowd was asked by the producers to tone it down and to stop certain behaviors. And they just did it. I heard that from them through Corey Brennan. So it's not just like excited and it's not, um, it's not meat chance. This is like to the point where it's disrespectful to people who are trying to do their job. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, it's a problem when producers and performers are asking people to respect what's going on and they are not.
1: Right. Yes, there is a there's a there's a, a difference. Um crowds che- cheering and chanting when they're supposed to is not going into business for themselves. They right. they're part of the show there. They're actually doing it when it is appropriate to chant. Um, They're reacting
2: to what was going on in the ring, not right. trying to make the yeah. show about themselves. I'll tell right. you what, ROH crowds used to do that all the time when they were recording in the same space. This is not NXT specific. Yeah. This is what happens when you record in the same place over and over and right. over again, specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same
1: people who come every week and, and they they create little in-jokes that they want to do and pop each other yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Here's here's where I have a problem with with this is how this is distills down to me to what NXT is to me. I don't understand how anybody can produce a wrestling show that contains the tag match that we saw to start the show, and then um, the 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 crowd notwithstanding, the great back and forth between two consummate professionals building a match for later tonight and what was the first seven eighths nine tenths of the match to end the show and in between it's just hot garbage just absolute hot garbage in between with the the most awful like tween disney channel romance subplots uh just it does not feel like there are the there are the same product it doesn't it feels like i was watching 25 minutes of, of one product and then stopped watching that product and turn on a different product, because I don't know how you could be that, that different um, intentionally. Um, and, and yet it is. And that's, that's just, that is my thing. I wish it was. Um, I, I don't consistent. mind there being different things. I just don't want things to be uh, different great, show, <laughs> great and, and a completely different tone than everything else that's in the, the just. Yeah. so It makes it the,
2: uh, unpredictable in a bad way, Alex. Yeah. yeah it makes it impossible know. to know what's next. And I'll tell you yeah. what, because of that, there's no way I would put money on what's going on on the show. You wouldn't? No, not not without some sort of resource where I could educate myself. But,
1: but but thankfully, you and everybody else who watches Fightful knows that they do
0: have a resource.
2: Oh, my God. You're completely right. I forgot all about Bet Online AG. <laughs>
0: BetOnline.ag is the official betting partner of Fightful. 100% of the time when you get the odds from Fightful, they are coming from BetOnline.ag. And it's not just wrestling. It's not just MMA and boxing. It's football. It's basketball. Baseball. Hockey, they have the earliest lines. You can bet big with the high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit. They've been trusted for 25 plus years. It's not some fly-by-night company. BetOnline AG has been there. They've done that. In addition, they're trusted by millions. They've got VIP rewards programs and a ton of popular games. Betonline.ag. That's where I go to make my bets. That's where I suggest you go to, my friends. Please just bet what you can and bet responsibly.
1: Um, yeah, um I wish I could cash in on a bet to never have to see more of this storyline. Um, the gloating over your Sexy co eds calendar, saving your university. Um, and and then, um, Thea Hale taking advice from JC Jane of to have to play hard to get for Milesy e. Rouseborn. Uh, and <laughs> I, I, I just, it's, 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 it's like, it's like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it is to me, it is, it is, I don't watch. I don't watch tween sitcom stuff. I don't watch that. That's not, that's not what I'm watching wrestling for. Do you understand? Like, I don't like that. I like, I, I watch wrestling. Cause I like to watch wrestling happen. Not, not even that, not like backstage crap wrestling. And so I'm like, I, I want to, I want to see wrestling. And so when you say here, tune into our wrestling program where you can watch a deleted scene from what uh, what's that what's the what's the friggin'? i don't know there's a bunch of these it just feels like oh it's a deleted scene from some i uh what's the one where the full kids house? go on a cruise no full house is full houses this J- I don't even, I don't even know who that is you don't, is don't know gia? who gia is who's gia i know kimmy gibbler i know dj i know stephanie that's it A bad influence
2: on Stephanie, also in Stephanie's band briefly, but is the whole reason Stephanie got caught smoking, Gia?
1: You are way deeper into the Football (laughs) House lore than I am. (laughs) I have no idea what that is.
2: She's Um, so Gia, but you know what I realized today I think is actually going to happen with this calendar angle and why they might not have scrapped it entirely?
1: Why? What?
2: I think she's gonna regina george her and steal her man i think she's gonna be like did you see my month and the reason she's telling thea hale to play it cool is she's gonna swoop in and she's gonna steal riley osborne from her (laughs) she's gonna be all i stole aaron samuels back from you don't you think your hair looks sexy pushed back it's gonna be a mean girls moment you don't have to watch it. We can sand and blind those segments. Come back and host the show.
1: I don't want to. Right. <laughs> right. I, 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 I don't want to because you're right. You're right. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Come back and host the show because you're right.
2: Alex. Oh, you have to host the show. So <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Young man, you still have to do your chores.
1: So, anyway, JC Jane convinces Thea Hale to not go out and watch uh, Milesy e. um, uh you know, match, match that he has. Because he, he, he they set up a match of him literally just defending Thea Hale's honor against a serial sexual harasser who works with them. And and that is the match, not just a random match, not like a match between Miles Milesy e. Rouseborn and any, and anybody, but like a one specifically done for Thea Hale. It's not like he comes out and and because he does, he comes out for his match versus Lexus King, uh, looking around like where where's Thea Hale? Where is she? Not like I really wish the girl I I, I kind of like was here for my match. The only reason I'm having this match is for her. She should definitely be out here. If there was so ever if... a match for her to see. <sighs> um.
2: J.W. Anyone... Pringle says, <clears throat> I'm late. Are we still trying to make fetch happen?
1: H.B.K. Uh, is, are... HBK is literally trying to make fetch happen. All different kinds of fetch all the time.
2: It's true. And you could at least acknowledge my dad. How dare you, J.W. Pringle. J.K., welcome. Welcome aboard. Puns are boxing but because I felt that was niche and probably I'm not going to get 90% of them because I don't care about boxing Um, also because Cody got screwed screwdrivers tool puns welcome aboard
1: Mm -hmm. Um, so he loses to Lexus King because he goes to the top rope and is arguing with with Andre Chase and Duke Hudson about Is he arguing with them about where's where's Thea? Is that what he's doing? I guess.
2: Yeah. They're
1: sure. but they're they're out there for his match and he's arguing with them standing on the top rope long enough for like Lexus King to walk over and punch him and then do his little twisty thing his reverse Cody Rhodes uh in, in off off the, with his feet on the top rope and then pin him And that's it. That's how we did that. And then and then later he comes backstage and he's like, hey, Thea. Um, She's like, oh, hi, Riley. Uh, So how's your match? "Um, Bad. I lost. Why weren't you out there? Oh, you know, I had some stuff to do. Business stuff. Important stuff. Oh, well, are we still on for Valentine's Day? And at that point, somebody shocks Thea Hale with a cattle prod. (laughs)
0: Yes, yes, we're totally off the field, I say.
1: I'm so done with all of this. I'm just, I just so, so done. I'm just so done with all of it. I just don't. Want no,
2: I point. said maybe don't be so harsh about it because maybe there are some aspects of this that are sort of relatable to people. Alex, they get nervous when their crushes come around. Their hands get all sweaty. And their heart gets all racy. Okay. If wrestling is you turned up to eleven, this is me turned up only like five notches when I have a crush on someone. Relax. All right. No, it's it's it is after school specially is the actual perfect descriptor. But I will say the creative matches the tone with this of like the storyline is also an after school special. So the execution of it is an after school special. Um, but it does feel very weird to have this in the same show as like. What the Heritage Cup used to be, at least. And the tag match that we got opening this and the match that ended the show. It's the Wild West out here.
1: It is. It's so, so is. Um, so as Luis described it, this fucking Von Wagner and Mr. Stone thing. <laughs> he lost. He lost in two straight falls because he's a big dumb idiot. And they're continuing the feud with with with, with noam dar and what and... part
2: of the first time around that they saw this were they like oh man we gotta run this back this was gold
1: oh man
2: <laughs> what are we uh, doing with my sweet precious noam
1: i i don't know man You're i i just Alex. uh so um he's like uh uh well, Robert Stone, like, well, I didn't like what what it was, was them uh, getting in the face of my kids like that. Um, and i like, yeah, your ki- your kids are great, Stone. Hey, what's that thing that you call them? That you don't know? No, but I'm, no, you know, I, I know what it is. What I'm doing is I'm trying to, like, introduce the subject so you can remind the people who are on the other end of the camera, i.e. the fans, because we're just trying to... This is this is dialogue that regular people have in it, it, please. Um oh the bash brothers right that's what they are. Oh they're blah, and they jump on they jump on them. Um were you guys standing sitting there the whole did you hear me and Uncle Vaughn's conversation? Um, we love you, Dad. You're the best. Um I just realized I made them sound like Von Wagner and they are not Von Wagner's children. And I will not allow that to happen. Um, Raise
2: them better than this. They should not be.
1: They should not be part of this. Um, but they're going to have a mixed, they're going to have a tag match. Like, hey, you should be, you should do it, dad. You should be in a tag match. Now your father is not an active competitor. You know this boys, but I'll do it. So awesome. Just for the hell of it, I guess. <clears throat> I mean,
2: better, I guess, than like a straight up shot at the Heritage Cup, which is what they had set up initially. But yeah, I just don't. So none of the Von Wagner stuff is for me. I don't think he has progressed very much in the ring and the character does not work for me at all. But if you are going to have a goofy lumbering around guy that doesn't care about wins and losses and tables people the heritage cup is not the place for them like this feels so far away from what the heritage cup was reintroduced as and brought over as and even with as silly as noam's Dar is like the stipulations and the fact that it's a cup and not a belt like i feel like that warrants a higher level of in ring and work mm-hmm. rate than you would get out of von wagner on his best day um okay. and it's it's frustrating because There was a brief time, Alex, where, and you disagreed, but I felt like things were improving here on NXT a little bit, and it was kind of when this just came over, and I really liked the way it broke up the program in the same way that I liked the New Japan TV title having a time limit, in the same way I liked the Pure Rules on ROH. Like, having something that is not a belt, but has specific criteria around it, Breaks up a two-hour program really nicely. And I really liked that. And I'm a huge fan of Noam Dar. Um, yeah. Silly or more serious. This has been mostly silly. Uh, but in Ring, I, I love his work. So I I was really excited. And then we had this tournament around it. And they never really followed up with any of the um, contenders for the tournament nope, in this. Like, much. it's just a, a waste of the creative around it. So not only is, like, the Von Wagner stuff not for me in general. But I feel like it's a a mismatch of where to pair it on the program. Sometimes that works out great. Sometimes you put someone in something that's so out of their wheelhouse and it brings out a different side of them. Bod Wagner doesn't have his legs out from under him enough to be able to stretch himself in any one direction because I don't feel like he's got what he's really doing cemented at all. So this just feels like um, you're wrapping this up in something that doesn't belong there. But I guess it's a way to buy time between now and whatever you're going to set up for Stend. And the liver.
1: Um, That's a very deadly voice. Um, well, I mean, they're, they're, we'll talk about it later. Um, Vaughn's Von ceiling is as a commander Aziz. Just a big guy who stands behind a heel and occasionally power bombs guys through tables because the, the heel tells him to. He never talks. That's crucial. He never talks. He stands there. He folds his arms. And when he is directed by the guy who is his superior to go and take out a guy that that superior is feuding with, that's what he does. And then and then that's that's it. Like, Where's Apollo ra- Cruz? wrestling, he is losing to Bronson Reed on main event. Um, this is um, this is what like wrestling has always needed guys like that. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's fine if that's your deal. That's your that's your thing. That's what you need to be in wrestling. Cool. There's a there's a there is a window for that everywhere. F- find find a company that needs that guy and go do that there if you want to be in wrestling. This heartwarming Uncle Vaughn is not what he does well. Period. I Just not.
2: No, it's um, not very
1: good. I uh, just okay. Um, so getting back to your full house analogy, yes, it did. This did feel like a scene from say by the bell or whatever. We're like, we just decided like, what are the, what is the high school bullies are going to be high school bullies for, for no reason. Hey, give her your coffee. Um, but it's my coffee. I didn't ask, do it. And oh wait, wait, here's, your, here's, your, here's, here's my coffee. I don't even like coffee. They like, pour over her head. This is this is Keana James and Izzy, whatever her name is. Izzy Dame? Yes. Damon Damon James? James and Dame. Dames. <laughs> Ain't she a dame? Jame, James, James, dame, James, James, Dames. Key Ke Izzy Keon Kian- Keonzi Dames. Kianzi Dames. <laughs> Kianzi Dames, Kianzi Dames is the name of their new tag team. Kianzi, it's Dames. no
2: Starbian ding, but it's all right.
1: <laughs> it's no Starbian ding. Nothing is, but Kianzi Kianzi Dames are just back, backstage bullies. And Brindley Reese comes in, and they don't like her. So they they hey, give her your coffee. And they don't even like that's that's a, that's some shit you see. In, like, really bad high school, like, after school specials and stuff.
2: Crucially, and... Alex, the people in those specials aren't trained in a form of yeah. self defense where you could kick someone's ass for trying to steal your coffee. Mm-hmm. Also, why are you taking somebody else's coffee? Presumably they had a sip of it because it wasn't her own thing, too. That's just yeah. gross. Why are you a cool. gross bully? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh... disgusting. um if you're a professional wrestler and someone says that and you're standing next to them you should take out their knees yeah i don't understand why you're not immediately standing out for yourself if you're a professional wrestler that is trained to do things Mm -hmm. like that um this wasn't an in-ring promo where they were bullying like just kick her ass backstage
1: (laughs) yeah um which is I don't know. So we're getting Brindley Reese versus Kiana James, yeah, um, next week.
2: Overspilled coffee.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So so now Mello comes out again.
2: Yes, to, for to real. Give
1: act, to give the actual <laughs> promo.
2: But where does he come from, Alex?
1: Uh, the parking the lot. The
2: NXT parking lot. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: There is no more. I am him <coughs> and him just hanging out in the parking lot and emerging no. unscathed. Mm-hmm. God bless him.
1: Yeah. Um. So. This um. Luis listed as uh, Melo's Hbk on Toronto promo. Um. I'm not. Deep enough into the lore of HBK in my, off the top of my head to know which one which one that is, but I do know of of him being like I I took him out because you know he wasn't blah blah blah. Um, this it's it's a fairly generic. I I turned on my on my friend promo with some specifics in it. Um, it's well delivered by Mellow. He is not phased by the constant boos and and chants.
2: No, so he did really well.
1: He's really really good at this. Um I I think we're on the on the track to doing what I think we're gonna do, but maybe not. Maybe they're gonna do something else. Um maybe they're gonna the
2: triple have the stand tri- and deliver. the tri-
1: that's what I think they should do. Um, because Trick has definitely fought. I mean, because whatever, uh, what's his face? Uh Lily has definitely fought with both of them. But I've seen people saying that they think that Carmelo's gonna get a one-on-one with Ilya get the title from Ilya, and then Trick comes back? And then we do Carmelo versus Trick one-on-one for the title at Santa de leva um, I don't understand like,
2: why you wouldn't have Trick just win. If the idea was that Trick and Mello are going to fight for the title, I don't understand why you wouldn't have Trick just beat Ilya for it now and then do that then unless it's yep. like I need Trick to it, win the title at Stand no, and Deliver.
1: No, they, they they want him to win it from Mellow. Oh not right. defend it against Mellow, but win it from Mellow. Um
2: eh. yeah, I, I mean that's fine, but
1: it's right. it's so, just been
2: such a long road to get here already that I'm kind oh of Oh my like,
1: god, it's been the longest road. <laughs> um so uh I um I thought this was really well done by Mello. Uh, it says uh, it was very funny because when they ran the, the highlight package of Mello turning on trick and they showed no fewer than 10 different people in the crowd going,
0: Oh, oh
1: no. Like, have you been watching the product? Like one episode of television since October because they, they could not have telegraphed this more. It was a really well done turn, but it was not out of the blue. We knew this was happening. Every, you had to know this was happening. It, and, and so um, him being like, so am I the one who would trick Williams? Sits back in his chair, waits for 12 to 15 seconds. You damn right I am. And I was like, yeah, we all we all we all kind of assumed this in October when Trick was attacked. The prime suspect was you and only you. And that's the problem.
2: And then it was almost Lexus King, and then it immediately wasn't. Yeah. So yes, so the he's great. He's Carmelo is great. And giving him an HBK promo is not a bad idea because there's a lot of HPK similarities that i feel like you see um i it felt a little roman recycled to me from the aspect of like everything that happens on nxt runs through me and i'm like well i don't think that's true because then you probably would have <laughs> got yourself a one-on-one title shot yourself with ilia drag off but i really liked what he said back in october the two of them had an agreement Trick was going to go for the North American title. He was going to go for the world title. And that's as high as it was supposed to escalate. He called Trick his hype man. It was always going to be that. Uh, He was happy to let him build himself up. And then he had to remind him who he was kind of thing. Um, Very well done. Very, very well done by Trick. It justifies this insane timeline a little bit to say, like, back in October when I attacked you, this was why. Does kind of make Trick look like a little bit of an idiot of like you probably should have known it was him if you had an agreement in place and you reneged on that agreement you probably should have been like huh I wonder if he was one who attacked me because he was pissed because I reneged on our agreement um, but it it just felt a little too Romany when it got into the and you you and I were split on this and you weren't wrong it just the writing sounded repetitive of. Like, if if Trick is an egomaniac, like you had said, and he thinks the whole program does revolve around him, that's cool. But the language of just, like... I'm sorry. Mellow. Um, Then, like, it was just the language sounded very much like Roman's, like, I run the place, I call all the shots thing, and he doesn't really have the uh, orchestral (laughs) approach to how he does things. So it, it just... That part yeah. of it was a little bit of a mismatch for me or a little bit tired, but yeah. Bellows the guy, man. He's really, really, really great at this, and it did a good job justifying what has felt like a very convoluted story to get here.
1: Um, he he was the guy who, when he was the mid-card champ, said he was the A-champ. Constantly. Right. He's always had the crazy outsized ego believing he's the most important guy on the entire show. Uh, when he was the champion, that's Obviously true. And since he lost the title, he really doesn't believe he ever really lost the title. It's he's always yeah. been the top guy in his mind. So that part I didn't I didn't mind so much. Here's the thing that they could have easily done, but not easily done, but a little effort, never hurt. Um, have Trick have a rival that's separate from the mellow thing. And so when Trick like has been fighting some guy or whatever, um I don't know, a guy like Dijak or something that we've seen them go back and forth a a bunch. So that when he is attacked, well, it's could be that guy. I mean, that's the obvious suspect is the guy he's been fighting with uh, John back and forth with the obvious suspect is that guy. The probable suspect because we know wrestling is his tag team partner, but at least there's another option. The only option for the guy who tacked trick is Mellow. Nobody else is even, everything else would have been out of left field, which is why when they had like Lexis King said, I did it, just kidding, I didn't do it. It was this weird little thing from out of left field. And then when Mellow was like, Dragunov did it, nobody's like, no, he didn't. That's dumb. Like they needed to have more than one. Agatha Christie novels don't have one suspect in them, they'd be really short. You know what I mean? A who done it requires multiple people to have possibly done it. Otherwise, it's a that guy done it, not a who done it. So you know, a that um, guy done it is really funny. That's what it is. So, um, so I honestly wish she had said, "Am I the one who attacked Trick?" No. But I'll tell you who did another time, or whatever. Oh, but I, but I know who did because I told him to do it. And then when he has his big match with, if they're gonna do a Dragonov match and he's gonna take the title, the guy who is his new henchman, his new trick shows up and takes out Dragonov, which is how he gets the title. Like I don't, the new
2: talent named Treat.
1: Treat, exactly. It's Treat. It's Treat (laughs) Williams.
2: That even for me
1: is one of the corniest jokes I've ever made in my life. Um, this is great. I I like it a lot. Um. (laughs) But, uh, but he's he's going to come after Ilya, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, he says, uh, Luis explains this for me. I'll explain it. HBK buried Bret Hart in 2005 in Toronto before Bret's theme played. So Bret's theme played like he did with Trick tonight. Trick's I know played. what
2: promo this is now, yeah, yes. I know.
1: And, and I also know that last year they did this with uh, Trish did it for Becky. Yes. And um, it requires a, the exact right response you should be at first unnerved and scared the guy's coming out and then really 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 overplay it oh my god he's gonna come out and beat me up i'm so scared as opposed to like immediately going from is that him to you all fell for it like you gotta like play the crowd off um and this was fine. It's just because I've seen it recently. Eh, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, that's just that
2: fine. makes sense. We watch a lot of wrestling. Um, we do. We, we do, do watch a lot of wrestling.
1: Um, we watch also a-
2: did we ever get resolution to the fact that Carmelo mm-hmm. got attacked? Did he ever say he was faking? Do you remember Carmelo got attacked? Like,
1: no, yeah, but he did. It. He he faked it. Obviously, he, faked he faked it. It. Didn't say it tonight, but he probably should have. And I'll yeah, tell you it. who. And I'll tell you who attacked me. <laughs> me, <laughs> oh, uh, uh nobody. <laughs> um, uh, I'm very relieved this wasn't an all you people promo. I will say that, me too. Me too. Um, uh, I did like that. Um, we, we see a lot of wrestling, not enough of the wrestling we see has Obafemi in it. Um, the little oh, vignette never great. has there been a
2: truer statement in the whole wide world than what you just said.
1: Um They had a little little, little little vignette for him. Not enough. Obafemi should be squashing fools literally every episode. It'll only take you a minute because his 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 uh, his his entrance is forty five seconds long. He'll squash a guy in ten seconds, and that'll be it. But every time, I guess you have to watch it.
2: Okay, yeah. last time I'm going to address this, though, Christopher. The producers of the shows and the talent do not have complaints about this every single time reactions are great when mm-hmm. it becomes disrespectful to the performers and to the shows and the people that are running those shows that is mm-hmm. not great this isn't a tribalism thing it's a the talent complaint mm-hmm. and told mm-hmm. one of our reports about it thing right. um so that's the last time that's getting addressed but for absolute clarity it's not us it's them literally telling us
1: yeah,
2: yeah. uh very very relieved this was not a you people promo very well done by trick um definitely needed to happen like definitely needed the shot in the arm to this story he's a face on smackdown so unless they're gonna pull him back to do this story and then launch him to the main roster post stand and deliver which you probably should because like your mania cards should be shaping up now sans the main event of mania which just could be up for grabs but like the sporadic (laughs) appearances should probably stop because this is like a full steam ahead season that we're in now, post-Rumble. Uh,
1: I I wouldn't mind him showing up on, on a Friday and Nick Aldis being like...
2: You used to be such a nice boy.
1: I saw what you did to Trick Williams. <laughs> Frankly, I like the initiative. Like, something like that. At least acknowledge it on the main roster because you can't, you know... And he can play differently now when he's up there. But honestly, I don't want him up there at all. But if they did, they have to actually um, lay it out. But, yeah.
2: Agreed. Um, Some of you who are joining later, we have boxing puns because the chat went into business for themselves. And the mm -hmm. show ended with a boxing glove on a stick. Uh, And we also have the ones that I dictated because I run the show and NXT goes through Mm me. Mm -hmm. Um, Cody got screwed, so we're doing like toolbox puns.
1: Yeah. Um, Yes uh so the man has three faces vignette ran again but it was probably not julia since she's gonna stick around and do whatever rossi is wanting for her on the on another place so evidently somebody else coming out coming out uh, and honestly i love not knowing
2: yeah it's
1: preferred i love not knowing uh it's good i
2: like the suggestion that it might be bo dallas i also love the suggestion that it's boa and dante and uh wendy chu mostly because mm-hmm. that puts wendy chu back on my screen yeah. At some point, but not knowing is fun. I still don't think it's Okada. <laughs> no,
1: think
2: it Okada. But who knows? This is pro wrestling. Some real carny stuff could be happening.
1: Uh, Roxanne Perez and Lola Vice had a match. We did. Featuring one of the dumbest endings since last time they had a dumb ending. Oh potatoes. It was really good. I like Roxanne and Lola Vice so much, and the match was going along. Pretty well. Right. And and then Tater Paxley runs down with a with an at a glance and a referee who's telling her that's not yours. You can't check cash that in. And the ref in the ring is telling her you can't cash that in. And um and Lola Vice kicks her, I think. Um and uh and then turns around and gets pop rocked.
0: Yes. And
1: and so couldn't we just have a straight up Roxanne Perez versus Lola Vice? And the winner gets Slayer, Valkyria, at Roadblock, as no opposed way, to Tatum, Tatum Tater Paxley. Does we can't we can't have nice things. Literally, nice things are impossible so to have. And
2: yeah. Uh Roxanne's Springboard Moonsault thing. Wah, many. It's feet. great. She's Very really cool. really good. Uh, and the Pop Rocks is a really fun finisher. Feels like she's a little less cartoonish. Feels like when I was like, they should make her the Prodigy. They were like, hey, that just happens to be the direction we're leaning in. So to that, I say. Thank you. I am a fan of my own ideas. It turns out. Uh, Potato Paxley, what are we doing? Pick a side, girl. And we... Look. We all know. If there's anything we know, Alex, it's that you cannot cash in at a glance twice, especially when your name's not on it. You get one of those a year. And at a glance is a planner for one year. So there's no way. Um, And... Like, if even wrestling referees are smart enough to pick up on that, you're you're not doing a great job. Because referees fall for a lot of things these days. Uh, but I it, it is a bummer when a match is, like, really in a groove. Like, this one felt really in a groove. Lola Vice is another fantastic women's talent that is, like, really breaking through in this women's division. I continue to say, love the screen time. Creative around it kind of stinks. Like, we get a lot of this. But... Uh, I I really liked the match, and Potato Paxley has just lost her darn mind. I guess
1: she has. Um, um, it's not like Lyra is involved in this. Ly- Lyra has has no
2: st- no. She has no stakes.
1: No, it's no. Like she doesn't care who wins this.
2: This wasn't a contendership match.
1: Lyra wasn't on the show tonight. They're they're teasing a Shotzi Blackheart match for for yes. Lyra, probably at Roadblock, which will be fun, but. Shotzi's not winning it, so can we just have feuds with people who are on the show?
2: <laughs> Please. Do you think Shotzi is going to because it's like a spooky weirdo gimmick? And uh Shotzi was last seen being a spooky weirdo who was kind of out of her, her mind that we might be getting like a a tag program or something. Because Shotzi, they were doing all that cool stuff with Bailey where she'd gone a little bonkers yeah, herself she, and
1: she she's not bonkers anymore.
2: She's just shotsy now.
1: She just shots she's shotzi with shorter green hair.
2: Yeah.
1: So anyway. Um, let's do some puns, some some boxing puns. Um, CZ I'm gonna Scott... laugh
2: cartoonishly because I'm not gonna understand 97.
1: Of them. You'll you'll understand a few of them. Muhammad Hassan Ali.
2: Okay, that one's good. That one I get.
1: Um Greg Cherry says, it's time. It's time. It's Evader Holyfield time.
2: Okay, that one I get too. All right, I'm doing okay. I'm yep. doing okay so far. Two for uh,
1: two. Bring them on. Clever Tegan Knox pun says Tegan knocks out.
2: <laughs> Very good. Generic terminology.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and uh, r E&R says Sugar Shane Moxley. Sugar Shane Mosley. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Um, Twin says Manny Pack, yeah.
2: That one I get and makes me really happy because I miss Pac Me
1: too. Um, uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah, okay, now I get this one. Um, uh, Dungeon Master Puppet says Super Macho Man Randy Savage. Super Macho was a guy years ago i believe uh and golden glovers
2: <laughs> okay that one's really good
1: um and uh R. E&R says uh, in memory of kate's internet michael buffering
2: i know what buffering.
1: michael buffer <laughs> michael buffer he's the guy who coined oh let's get ready to rumble oh, that's michael a buffer legend um uh and um Okay, I'm trying to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna skip the ones that um aren't that, that are tools, and we'll go back to those later. Okay, Kim Gray says I got it. George Four Horsemen. Okay, see, we're back. Um, and then uh, Kim Kim Gray says uh, so that's one. Truefamous says you know it's all about the butterbean.
2: <laughs> that one I definitely get because yes. that was one of my. Favorite things that, as a fan who was like, I didn't start watching till 09, people were like, You gotta
1: check yeah. out Brawl for All. <laughs> um, Louisville says South Paul Paul Polowski, very nice, very nice. Uh, Tom LaValle says Sugar Juice Robinson, okay. Sugar Ray Robinson. Sure. Um, uh, Tony Rehagan says Bob and Weave Backland, <laughs> very nice. Um, uh, Alpha Bill says, "Oh wait, no! Wait, those, those are sorry, sorry. I can't do that. Sorry, those are those are tools. Um, uh, this is also t- also <laughs> tools. T- Um, Matthew Hooks says, "Turn thirty-two on Super Bowl Sunday, Techno Knockout 2000. Hey,
2: thank you. That's
1: good. Um, Chris Perez yeah. says, uh, "Evander Molly Hollyfield." <laughs> Very um nice. Chris Pereira says bald bold Nakano. Oh. Uh insert nice. Tegan Knox Pun says, well, nope, that's that's a tool. That's a tool. Sorry, it's a tool. Um, uh, Tom Riley says Jungle Boy Jack Johnson.
2: Okay, that one I get to. That's cool. Jack
1: Jack Johnson's great. Rolling Thunder lips from ER. <laughs> um, uh, ENR also says little Shane Mac. Little Mac is the hero from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. So, Little Shano Mac. There
2: you go. um,
1: um ENR <clears throat> E&R says, Techno holds Bard team 2000.
2: <laughs> I love that there's people, by the way. I chose just like the most forgettable team. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can't, Rarely mm-hmm. do I even remember Chad Fortune was a part of it. No offense to either of them. Mm-hmm but just like the fact you guys are in this boat with me, uh, it's like the Big Josh boat. Thanks for mm-hmm. being in the boat with me and my mm-hmm. my my
1: fellas. Chris Pereira says Roberto Stone Duran.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. uh, Louisville says Million Dollar Bebe.
2: <laughs> okay, that's really good.
1: Um, Chris Pereira says Nello Alvarez.
2: <laughs> okay, very good. See? Um
1: I, um, I know some things. Mm-hmm. Meet Norma says, sub partners! I of, of the Tiger style. <laughs> um Penta El Seri Marciano Mo, uh, Ser, El Sero Marciano, Mohammed Mustafa Ali, and oh. Nathan Jolton Joe Fraser. Nathan I was Jolton, so Joe close. Joe Frazier? Oh duh, middle?
2: yes, no, okay. Not
1: that bad. <coughs> Tom <Aveli> also says, <coughs> Consequences Apollo Creed.
2: Oh,
1: R.I.P. Carl Weathers. It's a triple pun as well. Very good.
2: That is a triple pun.
1: Um, and Jerry W. Pringle says, Papa Paul Pugilist Elizabeth. <laughs> he says, That is dad and alliteration. Boom. Um, so they're, uh, interviewing last legend and Jakara Jackson before their match with Ren yes. Sinclair, uh, and the horse girl, and they, they dismiss them as being threats. And then they ask Noam Dar and, or immense if, if they, um, like the chances against, uh, Robert Stone and Von Wagner, and they're laughing about it as they should. Yeah, uh, and then no quarter catch crew comes up, and it's like, "Ha, hey! So you guys accepted the challenge? <laughs> you know, you should accept the challenge if you're real fighting champion." And no one's like, "Yeah, but we we just we did." So, what is this about? Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so we're definitely gonna get somebody from no quarter catch crew versus noam dar after noam dar um and Ormensa beat after after Robert stone gets pinned and yeah. then Ormensa gets tabled again then um because that because all von wagner does is lose matches and then tables people and then we're probably gonna get I'm hoping drew gulak versus noam dar but who knows
2: uh, I'm going to be curious to see how that goes. Because they're like, we have our own rule thing. And it's like, well, the Heritage Cup already has its own rule thing. I, uh, this makes me appreciate how much the current Techers and of Techers past. <laughs> like, the presentations of how silly they've been because it does not work when you're this serious. And like, hey, <coughs> we're the Varsity Club guys. You gotta be... You got to be out here talking about clam digging and you got to be william regal flamboyance and whatever because like it doesn't um the style and the seriousness of what you're doing in the ring and alluding to with it needs to be cut with something like it needs to be offset by something or maybe it's just the fact that these guys are trying to function in the weirdest worlds in wrestling possible i don't know but like this is this piece of it's not clicking in for me but it does i've been thinking about that of norman spiley with the big wiggle and things like that like how important that is um because right. this just feels like they're the edge of it is just a little bit too forced like too right. cool guy-ish mm-hmm. uh maybe it was because they were like you should accept the challenge and noam dar is like yeah i beat him and now there's less stakes why wouldn't i accept this challenge right. like yeah. no that's clicking together uh Drew Gulak versus Doam Dar is a dream match. Sign me up for mm-hmm. that every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing it's gonna be Charlie Dempsey or Damien Kemp, but I'm hoping what we do is go through all of this. Like I, I hope it's it's sure. everybody gets involved in the mix here because it's this should be really good from a ring perspective. And will be a nice refreshing start past the Bob <laughs> Wagner feud. They will go from something mm-hmm. I don't like at all to something that's very much for me.
1: <laughs> um, I think the, the problem that you're having with um with Blackpool, not Blackpool, oh, my goodness. Well, I read that over <laughs> that, I read that in the chat. Um the, the problem you're having with no quarter catch crew um is not that they're not wacky enough. It's that you is that you I'm way willing to believe cannot remember a time when they won anything.
2: Yeah. And I did, yeah, that's a good point. You gotta have the W back up. Can,
1: you can be a serious like dude who stretches people out and wrenches people's arms out of their sockets and snaps ligaments. But you have to do win. that. Yeah. But you have to do that, leading to wins. And if you don't, then you're a laughing stock who takes yourself way too seriously. So yes. that's the okay. thing about if you watch, if you watch like um, if you go back and watch Dean Malenko in ECW. Yeah. That that dude was the most feared guy on the roster because all they ever had him do was like just snap people's ankles. And like you were like, I don't want to wrestle that guy. He's five foot four and he's got a bit of a beer gut. And uh, like, I don't want to, I don't want to I'm terrified of him because he takes me up by the knees and I'm shorter than him. Yeah. Like that you need a guy like that who actually like follows through through with all this stuff. Yeah. Um
2: yeah. That's very fair. I also admittedly had the vignette from last week where there was fake blood on the quarters of a produced vignette in my head yes, still. Yes, that is because that's really... one of the funniest
1: things I've ever seen. That is that is true. Last legend and Jacara Jackson defeat Ren Sinclair and Felon Henley. Ren um, Sinclair gets pinned, and then she's like crying on the bottom rope. I'm sorry, I lost. I'm so sorry. And Fallon Henry's like, it's not your fault. Which is either like is. you got pinned and I and I didn't, you and I didn't. So maybe I don't know. I'm not really sure, but yeah. So that was.
2: I don't think we need like a Fallon Henley Ren Sinclair tag team. So you could probably do a nice little program out of that. Ren Sinclair is pretty funny, very silly. Uh, I I'm not normally in the fashion boat as you, but I will say I found her a little confusing today. Apparently Not that's a here. thing
1: that Maddie Renkowski has been wearing for a long time. And I don't understand it either.
2: Uh, I found it confusing. Um, and I don't remember. I, f- I feel like I saw her in more traditional gear, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Uh, but I also just appreciate when the actual tag team wins over the two people that got thrown together thing. So that is good. And we'll see where it goes from here. But they they all looked good. That was good to see. Like no real complaints about the in-ring, Lash of Legends come along a, a long way. Um, Maddie's really good in the ring. We we knew that already. Valen Henley's grown <coughs> tremendously as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, this kind of just served its purpose. There wasn't anything too outstanding in either direction.
1: Yeah. So then we, we go backstage and see uh, Double Vest talking to Dion Lennox about what they've just flushed and then'
2: just gonna sit here and let you take this and
1: and, <sighs> and then and then and then Beech comes in uh and uh beach his hair is extra curly
2: it is it, a it, very curly bullet it,
1: it is a that's very a, curly that's, cr-
2: mullet. that's
1: very re- yeah. mullet. yeah uh that he he went he went and got a perm I, I got a pub in it just for the occasion uh least least he's like the cowardly Lion um, and, uh, and then he's, uh, he's like, uh, uh, hey, how's it, how's it going? You, you, you see Fallon's match? Yeah, I did. She'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She'll, she be okay. She'll be good. How, how are, how are you doing? Listen, I gotta go. Oh, oh okay. Do You like my perm? Uh, I can't live without you. I'm, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. You and Fowler have gone on and done such wonderful things with your lives. And then I've been sitting here. I don't I can't get a match on TV and I don't know what I'm doing. I miss you so much. Come back to beach Beach needs you. What are we doing? I miss you so much. Um, and uh and then Double Vest smiles toward the camera about this, which I don't understand because the next thing he does is he whirls around and shoves him up against the lockers. And and he's like, he says, you think being sad is going to help you? You're not a kid anymore. This world doesn't revolve around you. Learn from Fallon. Learn from me. Stop living in the past. Sit on your own two feet. When JBL came here for five seconds, he taught me (laughs) that I should shove my former tag team partner into a sack of lockers. And I'm I'm a man and you're not. You could do. There's a performance center full of athletes ready to take your damn spot. So you could do two things: you could sit and cry and twirl your little curly hair, or you could act. You could, you could grow some damn balls.
2: <laughs> Look, first Margot Robbie gets snobbed. For the Oscars, and if you are not in the contention mm-hmm. next year mm-hmm. for your performance there, because that was a movie, not a television show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it was very there. I was thinking of Anchorman a lot because boy, that escalated quickly. And also, uh, when Champ is like, I miss your scent, I miss your musk. I was like, what is this? he is champ kind, missing <laughs> he, Ron Burgundy. Listen,
1: some of the things that I said are not direct quotes a direct quote. A lot quote of is, them are though. I'm a direct quote is I'm lost without you. <laughs> um A, this is this is what used to be your best friend and tag team partner coming to you when he's he's having a mental breakdown. Yeah. Your response is to smile toward the camera and then shove him into a stack of lockers, grab him by the shirt and yell into his ear about what a pussy he is. I mean that's that's not the best way to deal with it, like mm. really? That's terrible. Don't do well, that
2: crap. He's trying to shock him out of it because if he gets anxiety, we know anxiety makes you a loser. So he's trying to keep him from getting to that point. But uh, this was, if we were going for tough love, this was much more tough than loving. He didn't really say anything nice. No, he didn't say anything nice. <laughs> it's just like, you're a loser. Stop being a loser. And that's how I'm going to prepare us for this show moving on. Every time you and I come on air beforehand, I'm going to yell at you like that. Um, as I'm lost without you.
1: The next next time, next time you, you go on the on uh on vacation, you're just not here for whatever reason. I'm just gonna go, I'm lost without you.
2: If you have a curly mullet next time I return from vacation. I mean, first of all, I'm glad he's on my screen because we haven't seen him since that angle. He just kind of disappeared. We've
1: just, we've just seen him like sitting in the background forlornly, like making notes and then crumpling it up and throwing it away.
2: He's just sad every week. He's a sad panda.
1: Um, oh, no.
2: I was wondering why maybe this is where they'll end up going with it. I love the friendly departure table, <laughs> stable tag team stuff. Two guys that started as brawlers together should probably end in a fight. Like the right. their whole story was, uh, we beat the hell out of each other. Then we realized we kind of liked each other because we speak the same language. Um, but this was very, very dramatic. We'll see where mm-hmm. it goes. But Alex, if you're a beach all alone in the world,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you don't really know how to stand up.
0: Mm-mm
2: you're feeling like a little lower than you want to be mm. if you're having a hard time but not as hard of a time as you like well darn it bluechew.com code fightful
0: is your sex life stuck in developmental well get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code fightful same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but how about this no awkward in-person visits no trips to the pharmacy it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you. Your package is not going to be discreet when you use Bluetooth. And the code FIGHTFUL helps give you that confidence. That performance to take you straight to the main event. If you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians. You just arrive straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Go straight to the top. You know what I mean? Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innu- innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful.
2: And while you're saving all of that money with our Fightful <laughs> discount codes across so many products, we'll remind you to plop that money down on fightfulselect.com. Best $5 in the biz. You're going to get so many scoops this year. Here's what I do know. I don't know what scandals are around the corner and I don't know what weird creative succession things are around the corner for us. But what I do know is it's a huge contract year. So if you like contract news, you like accuracy, if you like context for your stories rather than what's floating around out there on social media and all sorts of weird stuff being attributed to stuff that we and nobody else said, whatever. Fightfulselect.com. $5 a month is going to have so much clarity for you. And, oh, my God, I didn't even tell you about the bonus content. You're going to get me and Alex doing pay-per-view post shows for pretty much everything except for NXT because we do this on the main channel. But AEW, main roster WWE post shows, we got an alternative back there for you. Um, And you're going to get Sean's Q&A, which of all weeks has been one of the most valuable things that you could have. But I always put it over because Sean works really hard to find answers for you guys. Uh, continuation shows, ask Rhapsody. The hump goes on. I think we're calling that one. Lots and lots of good stuff on fightfulslife.com for you. Sometimes, in addition to the written scoop, Sean will also do private streams back there. Um, and you get me and this fellow right here doing raw reviews every Monday. And now, just because Collision Rules, we do a lot of Saturday shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just really like. I'm just a collider. Um, uh-huh. We were doing it for the C2, and then it continued to be a lot of fun. So uh-huh. that's what we're doing. But uh, subscribe to fifoslike.com. You're supporting all of Sean's hard work and all of us. That's realistically how we get paid. So uh, uh-huh. we appreciate the support. And we'll also remind you to please leave a thumbs up on this video. Helps people find us in the algorithms. Appreciate you. To- now, back to the show.
1: To extra SGS five select shows this week. Yes. Tomorrow, during the day, um, people who are very upset that um, that Get the Flick Out of Here on Know Your News has gotten the flick out of here um, with being replaced by uh, a show we are calling This Is Cinema, which, um, which features us reviewing movies starring wrestlers. Um, we'll be doing that not as often as the other one, but hopefully a couple times a month. Starting tomorrow, when we will be do- reviewing No Holds Barred, starring Hulk Hogan, and also in a very small role, Stan Hansen. So, <laughs> um, so yes, that'll be fun tomorrow. We'll be doing that. Money Plane is coming. It's coming. It's just it's not on a free streaming service. And I just wanted to, to nail down some stuff to start with. But we're doing Money Plane. We all got to do Money Plane. It's not, not right now. So uh, then, Thursday, after Kate does the thing where she refused ROH with with Reg, on Playful Select we were going to we're going to review the press conference. Uh, we're going to review whatever the hell happens there.
2: Assuming uh, something happens, like assuming.
1: If nothing happens, we we will we won't review it. But well, we assuming might. Something like...
2: It depends how much nothing happens. But yeah. yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be very eventful. So we'll get silly about that post roh uh on fifa select
1: we will um jada you
2: also might be seeing me tomorrow on the babe i don't even know if alex knows that but sean has to fly to that bloody press conference so and there's a major announcement tomorrow so uh he might join at the top of the show and it might be us we're gonna probably make a game time decision about that but if you want to see us reviewing aew i might hop over on there instead we will see how Sean's feeling, to be honest, because it's been a heck of a week, and he now has to fly to this press conference in Vegas. Let's hope he gets yeah. to go to the cocktail party and get a picture with Triple H. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 just I want him to expense a twenty five hundred dollar uh, a press conference package to to Big Jimmy. <laughs> I need it. I need him to sure. expense it. Jada wants Big Ange. She's like, I want it. You got to give it to me. And Ava's like, mm, I guess so. But, oh,
2: you're going to get a rant out of me about how people are treating Ava Rain.
1: Yeah. Uh, Here but, you go. Know. But one condition your boys can't be out there for your match with Big Ange because Tony and Stax have a match. And so they're not going to be out there for her. And Jada's like, OK. And I'm like, I actually like that from Ava Rain. That is that is some smarts. Uh, Ava, a- Adam Pierce doesn't use smarts when he books matches. So I like the Ava Rain's using her head. And I also, then then Ridge comes in and is like, I want Gallus. Give me Gallus. And um, he's like, no, I can't give you all at the same time, but I will give you one at a time. You beat the first guy, then you get the next guy. And you beat that guy, then you get the last guy. But if you ever lose a match, you're done. That's it. We're not doing any more. Okay? moving um and i was like i honestly like that too those are smart choices you've created a smart general manager as a character for ava rain to play
2: that's good
1: well done now your rant you want to
2: complain about creative that's what we do here okay we're we talk about creative that. that we don't like a lot. Yeah. We talk about creative overall, but NXT mm-hmm. is not the most for us product in the world. And we didn't love when Ava Ray took over this position because we did not feel like former cult member probably qualified you to be an authority figure mm-hmm. on a show. And also she wasn't actually appointed to the position until like three weeks yeah. after she assumed it. If you yeah. want to criticize um, that she might not be fit for the role because she is 22 years old and still growing, and new with this, and maybe her delivery feels a little off or whatever, fine. If you are, and I'm sorry to curse, sorry to the sponsors, sorry to Sean, sorry, whatever, if you are such a piece of shit that you have to go online and harass this woman to the point where she has to deactivate her account because her dad is The Rock and is in the main event of WrestleMania instead of Cody Rhodes, you need a therapist. You're out of your damn mind if that is what you are doing with your mental energy and your spare time. And I swear to God, she is a 22-year-old girl who is already the daughter of The Rock. She already had the weirdest childhood in the history of childhoods. Parts of it were probably really cool. A lot of it was probably really freaking weird. And she still wanted to go into the wrestling industry. And God bless her. She was like, I'm taking a different route than my dad. I'm going to try this spooky, weird cult thing. And I'm not going to do any of this. I'm not following in my dad's footsteps in that way. I'm going to make my own mark. And you know what? It didn't really go great from our standpoint, from the creative and the fact that half the stable wanted to get released. It is un freaking real that people, because they are hidden behind some side of anonymity with Roman Reigns avatars, probably not Roman Reigns ones, probably Cody Rhodes avatars or whatever. First name, bunch of numbers, piece of shit assholes online. Think that they have the right to harass a 22 year old young woman who is The Rock's daughter because of booking in the main event of WrestleMania. You're disgusting. There is not a word for how abhorrent you are. That's all I could think about when watching this segment was that she's 22 years old. She is working really hard at this. I think it's brave that she even tried to do this, considering who her dad is. Sure. The road was paved for you, but look at who paved the road. The biggest star to ever do this. Just going to be comparing you for the rest of your freaking life. Absurd. You want to complain about creative? Fine. You want to criticize her actual performance? Sure. You taking WrestleMania main eventing personally and spewing out hatred to a 22 year old young woman is the most abhorrent shit I have ever heard. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And by the way, she killed it tonight. She did a good job. Those were smart Mm -hmm. decisions to be making as a managerial figure. They were pretty well delivered. No complaints. But all I could think about, especially with an unruly crowd, I heard that there were a lot of chants in support of her, which made me very happy, but they were still muted because of the situation with this crowd weaving in and out of behavioral issues. Enough absolutely ridiculous anyway she killed it it was good <laughs> i liked the gallus one with ratalland in particular i was like that that makes sense um so that that made me happy but man all i could think about was the fact that this girl do you know what i was doing at 22 not this not brave enough to put myself out there on a wrestling program like this my god i was like a boy doesn't like me Wah. i'm moving to new york I need a PR job. That's what I was doing at 22. The daughter of the rock. Do you know how weird her life already has been? Lay off. <laughs> anyway, we could talk about wrestling again. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> um, um yeah. Uh and R E&R says, This chat is something to say. Thank you, Kate, for saying this for Ava. You're welcome and uh, Tom LaValle says Alex here grin like a proud rant papa
2: <laughs> he does that from time to time usually mm-hmm. when it's like when I'm yelling about the new day only getting two minutes at Wrestlemania and, and now even creepier Vince dressing in front of me it's normally those ones that I see Alex being like oh young grasshopper good job mm-hmm. this this it applies oh, to but it's listen, more fun when we get to rant about silly stuff than serious
1: Um, stuff. I know when to lay out on commentary um <laughs> Just let her cook, man. Let the moment speak for itself. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Um, and you said, uh, let's talk about wrestling. And I'm like, I don't want to. Because Dragonov and Dijak had a badass <laughs> match. They were kicking each other in the face. It was amazing. I loved it so Bad much. Bad
2: news. This is it a was... wrestling podcast, so we have to go back and talk about wrestling.
1: Yeah. It was so good. jack and Dragon I were kicking each other in the face. And just beating oh, so up. delicious. They were, just, they were just, just smacking the shit out of each other. It was so good. Uh, and uh, the the exact thing overall that I said would happen, happened, uh, happened uh, which is that Joe Gacy got involved. Uh, I actually really liked the first part where somebody reached out from under the thing to like mess with Dijack and he looked under the, the apron uh, and he, he didn't see anything. So he was just like, uh, maybe I'm being paranoid or whatever. But then he was laying down uh, on the bottom rope on the other side of the ring. And Joe Gacy, like like on one of those little um, <coughs> backboard things that like mechanics use to like slide into cars. Yes. He slid on one of those things. <clears throat> and I was like, what does he have in his hand? Is that is It's red. Is that a fire extinguisher? Somehow it was infinitely more dumb than a fire extinguisher. <laughs> it was a... <clears throat> it was a boxing glove on a stick. And he used it to boop him on the nose. Which affected Dijack so bad that he had to, like, lay there and wait for... Uh, an H-bomb from Dragunov. I did not see the H-bomb from Dragunov until much later because as soon as he booped him on the nose with the boxing glove, I turned off my TV and I walked upstairs to do this because it it didn't matter what happened after that because it had been ruined for me. Do you you know what a boxing glove is, Kate? I'm
2: assuming this one was not loaded, yes.
1: It is is foam (laughs) And leather. Um, and if unless there is a hand in it, or I guess you could say something heavy and metal or a rock, just poking somebody the rock. in the nose. No, with
2: the rock. no put you. something else in it, scissors or paper, even.
1: Poking somebody in the nose with an empty boxing glove is like bopping them in the face with a pillow. And that is, that is how they had Jack lose this match to Dragunov, was via an empty boxing glove on a stick. Poked him in the face. That is the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen anybody come out of from under the ring with. No, yeah. yes, yes, Jake Neal. Jake Neal thinks he had a stroke. Did you say a boxing glove on a stick like Looney Tunes? Yes!
2: Uh, some people oh, yeah. are saying it was on a crowbar. But the point is, it was a boxing
1: glove that did the boop. It there, there was not made clear in the moment that it was a crowbar. It was a boxing glove. But even so, it,
2: it had a boxing glove. on, a, The boxing glove is the thing that made contact with him. So. Uh,
1: he didn't wind up and hit him with the crowbar. No, he booped he, him. He booped him with the crowbar. It was kind of adorable, to be honest.
2: Earlier in the night, uh, Joe they Gacy, actually now known
1: as the big bopper, it's more like the big booper. <laughs> um, that's true. Jake Neal's Drake, Jake Neal spitting facts that doesn't make it better, it makes the crowbar safer.
2: <laughs> that's yeah, you went out of your way to make I it.
1: I really like the new Joe Gacy, as don't, do I. Don't, don't turn him into a Looney Tunes character. If he if he comes out of there and he's got a lead pipe and he wonks him on the head with it, you can you can tape up a lead pipe so it's not going to hurt him. Bunk, and that's it. Poop. Like,
2: uh, we did get Carmelo coming out after and getting involved in the chaos. So the last shot of the show was yeah. uh, Carmelo with the title. So it does look like maybe we're headed toward either the one on one direction where he beats Ilya, or. Uh, the triple threat, which I think would be the better call, because we've seen the one-on-one a few times now. Like, we'll move on.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kalani Jordan also added don't yet. She's she is going to stand on business. No, she's going to stomp on business.
2: Yeah, there was something with it that confused me of her being like saying that nothing was fair around here, and I was like, I don't think there's anything that's happened to her that's been unfair. But whatever, she's great. Uh, like she's been really good
1: so far. So
2: <laughs> so cool.
1: Dana Dana Brooke get, turning into a fragrance. <laughs> she turned Ash by elegance.
2: <laughs> I mean, but she was better than her coach. So <laughs> I mean, she was she was winning matches.
1: I was um, winning matches and then my 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 mentor turned into a fragrance and left for TNA.
2: Where she turned into a cat and then she turned into a fragrance and then left. Uh I liked earlier in the night where they had the NXT logo. And the Joe Gacy, it's one of the only cool things that they've done with those like graphics. <laughs> mm. They had the mask in the NXT logo, the Party City mask. Um, mm. That was really cool because it was like Joe Gacy was washing through that. That was neat. A uh, boxing glove.
1: Boxing glove on a stick, Kate. A boxing <laughs> glove on a stick.
2: There's so much stuff back here. It's also freaking die Like, I've seen that guy take a lot of punishment. I've seen that guy supposed to take stairs that were crushing his soul. There was a little bit of a gap, but whatever. Like, Dijack being taken out by a boxing glove on a stick is not (laughs) just doing it. There are so many things you could do. I hate the fire extinguisher spot, but at least there's fire extinguishers in every building that is up to code of any sort. Missed. Uh, It's Joe Gacy. He can pull all sorts of weird shit out of his bag of tricks. Why he picked a boxing glove on a stick. I will have to see. Uh, I will say Jack is maybe the most entertaining follow on Twitter. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you are into people who are extremely sarcastic and don't take things too seriously on Twitter, he and Nyla Rose are the follows for you. Um, So I'm excited to see how he course corrects that. Because I have confidence he will. His social media game is very high. But considering it also doesn't help that, like, I don't know what happened with the Dragunov spot, but he shoot punched him. So then when that gets followed up by, like, this really badass match, the chemistry between Dragunov and Dijak needs to be studied. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever's going on there clicks every single time they're in the ring together. It's awesome. They were being the hell out of each other. And to think that, like, the thing that takes him out is a boxing glove on a stick. This is, it's very, the, the mini skateboard that Cora Jade had that just fell apart with particle board, this is, like, mm-hmm. that level of the props department. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's a tough one. I, I hope we find out that the boxing glove on a stick was loaded or coated with something or something, because this, <laughs> things that were happening in the match were hard-hitting. Jack is a tough son of a bitch. And so, when you add those things on, the contrast gets even more ridiculous. To the fact mm-hmm. that it was a boxing glove on a stick, which is already ridiculous to begin with, but the fact that it's taking out like one of the bigger guys in the company, and he was not getting taken out by anything, Eli Dragonoff was doing him to that point, makes it all the more ridiculous.
1: Um. Yeah. Um, he did take an H-bomb, but the only reason he was lying there to take the H-bomb was because he got
2: Because of a boxing glove on a stick. The thing he got taken out by proper was a boxing glove on a stick.
1: Yeah. Um, Dragon up
2: capitalized for the H-bomb.
1: All right. Some tool puns. Alpha Bill says, Tommaso Clampa. (laughs) Alpha Bill also says, Trowel Bearhill. Wrench Sinclair. Saw Ruka.
2: <laughs> See, I know a lot of. I know more tools than I know boxers.
1: Ian <laughs> R says, uh, "Chase universal screwdriver." Very nice. Alpha Bill says, "Plier Niven, Gender <laughs> Gender Mallet Mallet, and Shovel Deville."
2: Very nice. All very nice. I miss Sonia Deville. I hope she's recovering well.
1: Lieutenant Colonel Photo says, "Phillips head screw pile driver." Very good. <laughs> Insert clever Tegan Knox pun says Teganville Knox.
2: Thank you for doubling down on your Tegan Knox puns, by the way.
1: Ian R E&R says Darby Allen Wrench.
2: <laughs> Can you read it in Darby's voice
1: though? Darby Allen Wrench. Thank you. Um Jesse Ozog says box cutter. Not a not a like a cutter. You know, like a uh,
2: oh like, like a it. okay, I gotcha. An uh, cutter uh, A box cutter?
1: An Oz cutter box box cutter Oz cutter, Cody Cody box Cody box cutter. Um ENR says soldering iron chic, <laughs> and the nail gun club. Okay, I'm in. And Greg Cherry says Tom Phillips head screwdriver, very nice. And Electric Mayhem says, uh, "Call Calito," <laughs> and. <laughs> Ratchet Ramon. Very nice. And then he also throws in a, a boxing one and a jab.
2: And a jab's really good. And by the way, boxing ones being very good just means I get them in my brain. Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Byron Saxton was on commentary. He will be on commentary while Booker T is out. The best thing I can say about Byron Saxton is I did not notice he was there.
2: He was exactly fine. It was it was tough to jump from booker t to wade barrett who i thought was really good at pay per view it was great was great to byron saxon who was just there like it, it but it was also his first week on it so hopefully as he's mm-hmm. filling in in the subsequent weeks uh yeah. it'll get better but um, i vic joseph's he, great like he's he's really Mick good vic joseph
1: is, is is a consummate professional he's really really good at this but i also i think that byron is great just to have around cuz he he's just he's just there He's providing insights, but nothing is nothing is making me go like what? Oh, wait, wait, what? Like that's I don't want that. When I when I
2: yeah, watch it. yeah. he's benign.
1: He he actually he um hold on uh, he did use a microphone on a stick. That's usually how microphones work. <laughs> but um thank you um
2: not to take anyone out with though
1: no. I Freed... didn't
2: get pinned because of it.
1: <clears throat> um for Eric Freed says forget the rock. We smell what Kate is cooking.
2: It's a rant. Yep. It was a it was a rock rant.
1: All right. Some uh some uh jukeboxes. My voice is bad. So I'm going to voice
2: is bad.
1: Just gonna do these three. Please don't send any more. Hopefully. Yeah, we're cut
2: off. We're also just time-wise running out of time.
1: Right. So I'm just gonna do these. So then we're gonna move on. Okay. Um uh Louisville wants Drew McIntyre singing Gives You Hell by AAR by All-American Rejects. Okay. Here we go. Uh-um. Okay. <clears throat> I wake up every evening with a big smile on my face. Never feels out of place, mate. You're still probably working at a nine to five piece. I wonder how bad that tastes. When you see my face, hope it gives you hell. Hope it gives you hell. When you walk my wee, hope it gives you hell. Hope it gives you hell. Now, where's your picket fence, love? And where's that shiny car? would it ever get you far? You never seem so tense, love. I never see when you fall so hard. Yeah, do you know where you are? Truth be told, I miss you. Truth be told, I'm lying. Truth be told, I prayed for this and it happened.
2: Thank you. Um, Alex, do you know what would happen? You know I'm not a big pop punk gal. That's been well established on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That song's not the worst, but sometimes it makes me, like, sick to my stomach.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Kind of makes me want to...
1: Um, <laughs> um There we go. Uh, this is a, that, that is a... That is an inside joke for a long, for a show for like four years, four shows ago. If um, you're H not wants, in on it
2: though, like shame on you. Go back and subscribe to Five Select and go back and watch. That's just it. I,
1: it would be deeper, but my voice is all screwed up from the thing. So, sorry. You know, this, sorry, Scott.
2: This is the jukebox. You get to make requests. You do not get to, you're not the Russian judge coming I mean, in with like a it's a 5.7 when it's a 6.0. I, ag-
1: I agree with me. Scott's scoop. I have a very narrow vocal range right now. I can't drop down. I can't go high. Scott. I, I agree with Scott's scoop. Scott, come here. here. Okay? Come here,
2: Scott. I got a scoop for you. Piss off.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's not fair. He's, I'm he's, just kidding. He's, he's accurately assessing my impression right now.
2: Yes, but you um, are my best friend until I turn on you. That's how tag teams work.
1: That's, that's true. Aaron H wants me to do improv props to the real ones of SGS. RIP, get the flick out of here. Can we have drew McIntyre annoyed at the DMV? (laughs) Listen, mate, I came in here. You asked me to take a number. I look at the number it's 473. You're on number 12. Am I supposed to sit here for seven hours? mate? I got shit to do. All right. Am I supposed to just sit here and wait? All I want to do is renew my tags.
2: Sir, we just, Uh, we have to do this in the order in which the numbers are assigned. I'm sorry.
1: Listen, I, I, I'm, listen, I know it's not, it's, you're not in charge here. I understand that. And I, I respect that. I can't, but, um, 473, mate, you're on number 12. How long am I? Okay. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go pick up some hot chicken and I'm going to come back here and then maybe we'll see what number you're on. I have to
2: talk to my boss because I hear you pray for things that come true.
1: All <laughs> right. Oh, um. All right. Last one, one of these. Let's see how this this sounds when um.
2: I think it'll be fun because it might just sound like Ricky Rainbow's hungover, which is very uh, on point it for might... him.
1: Uh, hello, Tom Lavallee wants Ricky Rainbow. You sing "The Boxer" by Simon and Garfunkel.
2: That fits in with what our puns were.
1: Yeah, it's true. It does. <coughs> sorry, I'm feeling a bit poorly.
2: I'm so sorry to hear that, Ricky. Is it because what were what what were you getting into last night, Ricky?
1: No, uh, what wasn't I getting into?
2: Hey.
1: Is more of the question you should be asking. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I am just a poor boy, though my story is seldom told. I have squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles, such are promise as. Promises. All lies and jest, still a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. <laughs> when I left my home and my family, I was no more than a boy in the company of strangers in the quiet of the railway station running scared Laying low seeking out the poorer quarters where the ragged people go looking for the places only they would know Lila lie, lie. Lie, la <laughs> lie, 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 lie. Lie, la lie, 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 la lie, 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 lie. lie, 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 lie. You got to do the bangs, otherwise it's not really the, the
0: song. It's Asking
1: true. only workmen's wages, I come looking for a job, but I get no offers. Just to come on from the halls on Seventh Avenue, I do declare there were times when I was so lonesome I took some comfort there. La 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 la. It's beautiful. <clears throat> I'm just gonna do the, the last verse here. In the clearing stands a boxer and a fighter by his trade, and he carries the reminders of every glove that laid him down because it was on a stick. <laughs> and cut <laughs> him till he cried out <laughs> in his anger and his shame. I am leaving, I am leaving. But the fighter still remains, unless the boxing glove was on a stick. This is then you don't remain, you've been knocked out by a by a box by. By, by a boxing glove on a stick. Lila lie. Lila lie, lie, lila lie. Lila lie. Lila lie, lie, lila lie. Lila lie, lila lie. Lila lie, lila lie. Tony Rehagen, thank you for the cash for the percussion. Thank you.
2: Well, Ricky. We should probably get out of here because tomorrow I might be on the AEW show. I don't know. One might say it's some sort of mystery.
1: Yeah. Or an enigma wrapped in an egg roll wrapper, wrapped in a tortilla, wrapped in whatever else you wrap things in.
2: (laughs) You can tell Ricky's under the weather. We got to get out of here.
1: (laughs) All right, thank you. Tune in tomorrow um, on Fightful Select when Alex and Kate will review No Holds Barred starring Hulk Hogan and Stan Anson.
2: Looking forward to that. Thanks for the plug, Ricky Rainbow.
1: Yes, bonus baby. That song is called The Boxer. Bye, bye, bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Keep cool, goose
0: Toodles!